Good day, everyone. This is Matt with the Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. I've got my cup of coffee, my Duncan Hazelnut this morning, and I hope you're enjoying a cup wherever you are listening from. This is a podcast where we celebrate the freedom that we already have available to us through Jesus Christ. The Son has set us free. We are free indeed. And now how can we live with the freedom that we already have available to us in every area of our lives? Because He is our source of freedom. And so we've been talking about uh, healing. And I want today I'm, I'm, I'm just wanted to kind of just go through and, and read a scripture here in a minute on on anchoring our hope. What are we anchoring our hope in? Whether it be for freedom from an addictive behavior, whether it be trials or hardships that you're facing, whatever that may be in life, that we're we're anchoring our hope in something. Uh, we're putting our hope uh, in something, whether it be something to work out or a better a better uh, set of circumstances or something like that, or are we putting our hope in the source of Christ as our life? And we're either, we're either living out of those two things at any given time. And, and what, what we've been talking about with healing is that, that oftentimes when we think of healing, we're thinking of just we want our life to get back to normal. We want things, circumstances in our life to get better. And that's not, while, while that's not wrong necessarily to pray for, what if God is doing something in us that's awakening our reality and revealing to him to us that he is our source of life that he is our hope in which we can anchor to him and that's our that's our strongest desire that's actually the our strongest appetite our strongest longing is is our hope in him is our is our trust in him is that is to know him in the midst of any reality that we're facing is to know him and to trust him and to live in dependence on him. And so we have that opportunity to seize in any moment, the opportunity to seize this, this reality, to anchor our hope in Christ in the midst of uh, any difficulty. If it all falls apart, if everything that we thought was supposed to happen falls apart, where is our hope? What are we trusting in? What are we hoping for? And, and I think, it, you know, again, whatever difficulty you're facing today, the allure is, and I think this is where religion, this is where self-help, this is where even the world gets in and, and says, this is what you really want. The, the, your greatest desire is for this to, to turn out this way or to go well. And ultimately, your greatest desire really is not that. It get, may get clouded and, and distracted from that, but your greatest hope is in knowing Christ more. And we talked about how this healing journey, when I went through this car accident five years ago, the reality was, sure, did I want some things to get better? Of course. But the ultimate reality was, I wanted to experience Christ as my life. I wanted, And, and God was giving me an opportunity, inviting me into this opportunity to know Him as my life. That things weren't necessarily promised to get better. That's what God doesn't promise that, but He promises that there's an anchored hope that we can have for healing. But that anchored hope is not in circumstances necessarily getting better or even getting worse. That's not where I put my hope in. My hope, my confident, and this is where hope hope means this is defined in the New Testament. It means a confident expectation 
or certainty. So I, I can have a confident expectation that God will heal me. I'm talking about a soul healing, not, a, not necessarily a physical healing. Sure, we pray for that too, but a soul healing of those lying beliefs, of those, of those uh, doubts that we have, of those uh, false beliefs, those, those lies that we've made in agreement with, that we've believed as truth now. That's what God's healing. And so we have this confident expectation that it's Christ in me that's going to heal that. That is, that is different than I want my life to get better. I want the, so if my circumstances get better, then I'm going to feel better or I'm going to be healed. No. That's where, human, that's where the human hope comes in. That's where the, the worldly hope comes in or the fleshly hope. We'll maybe say things, well, I'm, I'll see a light at the end of the tunnel. Okay, no, Jesus is the light, actually. <laughs> that's where your Christ, that's where you're anchored hope in. He's, he's my light, and, and he's in me. Okay, uh, maybe it's, well, I need to go read one more book or hear from one more counselor or one more whatever, and I will be healed. Okay, well, no. Uh, he may use those things because I'm a counselor. I've written a book <laughs> and I have a podcast. I put out messages, but those things can be tools and resources that, that, that Jesus uses, but he is the only one that is healing. Okay. And, and we also, we got to be careful on this kind of name it and claim it healing when we, when it comes to physical healing, because there are messages out there that will say, well, if I just believe it to be true and believe it to be the case, that God's going to heal my son or daughter from this, whatever, disease, illness, whatever. Okay, that's not what is promised in Scripture. Okay, we have to be careful on that part. But there is a promise of anchoring our hope, our confident expectation, our confident joy, our certainty that God will heal those soul wounds not physical wound necessarily. He, he can and will do that. I know people that have experienced healing. I've experienced healing in my own, in my own ways. But the, the, our hope is, that, is, is not in this world getting better. That's not the hope. I know several people in my life who are aging, who are going through the aging process, my parents included. And if, if, if their hope is that, all of us, that their whole world is going to get better and all of a sudden they're going to feel like a 30-year-old, Again, well, that's not going to happen. Okay, we do live in a fallen and a broken world and aging. We are all aging. <laughs> okay, and so if that's where my hope is, if that's where my confidence is, then I'm putting, I'm directing it in a wrong, I'm directing it in a source that is outside of Christ. That's the word I use a lot, source. So where's my source for hope, my confident expectation, my certainty? That is, that is Christ in me. So that's where the promise comes in. That's where the anchor is there because my hope now is not in all of a sudden me feeling younger. Okay, sure. Can I do some things to help in my health? Sure, I can. But where's my hope? My hope now is anchored in Christ in me. That's, that's, that's so important. Okay, Colossians 1.27 says this. To whom God willed to make known what is the riches of the glory, glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you. The hope of glory, that's so important. 
First Peter 1.13, Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Keep sober in spirit. Fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. I love that word fixed. This is the action step that we have. We are choosing. Fix is another word for choosing. Fix doesn't mean control situations. Fix doesn't mean trying to change other people. That is, that's not what he's saying there. Fix. No, fix. It's a focus. Now, the word is focus or choose. Choose to focus your hope completely on what? Life getting better? No. On the grace that's brought out of the revelation of Jesus Christ, which, is, which lives in you. Okay? So he is not only your life, he is the hope. Okay? He is the embodiment of hope, and he lives in you. I anchor my hope not in life necessarily getting better, again, not wrong to pray for that, but now I get to choose or fix or focus my hope and anchor it completely. I love that word completely, because then if I'm, if I'm even a little bit off on that, okay, well, so, where, so if it all falls apart, tomorrow I'm anchored. I'm anchored. My hope is not in life getting better, but the life I have in Christ. I'm not saying this is easy because most of us haven't tasted this. Most of us, most of us um, want life to get better. Can I praise God if it doesn't? Can I place my hope in Christ if things don't get better? If I didn't heal from my car accident, if, if things didn't get better even from five years ago when I talked about this kind of healing journey, God was inviting me to revel in the greater hope which is Christ in me and knowing that that was the that was he was inviting me to fix and focus and anchor my hope completely on his life in me and that was made aware to me through that experience he used that experience he made me more aware of that sure and that is that's that can be one of the first things that God does is he makes us aware okay wait, wait a minute I've been looking to these other things and I've been anchoring my hope in these other things but now Christ in me is making me aware of him as my better life have I tasted that have I taken scripture talks about taste and see that God is good it's it's this it's this experiential we want to taste and know and see that God is good and that's where our hope is and a lot of stuff around us is not good so then what we do is we can project that onto the, onto the Lord and say, well, 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 because this is happening, God, I must have been doing something wrong, or you're disappointed with me, or you've left me, or all those things. And, 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 and so we, we, instead of kind of abandoning ourselves to this confident hope, this joy in Christ, we focus on the hope of things turning out a certain way. And that's where control and manipulation and frustration and disappointment and, and, and that's it, all it is is just the flesh. It's the flesh of coming out of trying to cope with life. And God is not promising to fix a broken world. He is prom, his promise is anchored in his promise to himself which we're going to read here in Hebrews, which is one of my favorite verses, and I've read this before, uh, and it says this, Hebrews 6, okay, uh, starting in verse 18. So God, God did this, okay, so he's, he's talking about his promises, making this oath, okay, an oath or a promise, right? So in verse 18, God did this so that by two unchangeable things, in which it's impossible for God to lie. We who have fled to take hold of the hope offered 
to us may be greatly encouraged. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. Okay, so we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. But let's go back to the verse 18. So this oath that was was developed, two unchangeable things. What are the two unchangeable things? Is it between us and God? No, it's between God and God. God, and it says God can't lie. So God on one side is promising this, and who's he promising it to? God. <laughs> He's promising it to himself. He's made an oath with himself that says, I cannot lie. This is my promise. There was a promise to Abraham. There was, a, there was all, okay, all of that. So there's, that, that's kind of, that's kind of uh, the example that he gives, but this is the promise, the oath, that puts an end to all of these arguments because God wanted to make himself known to, pe- to, 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 his, to, his, to his two believers. And so there's two unchangeable things. We think the two unchangeable things are between God and us. No, it's between God and God. And it's impossible for God to lie. So, so the, when he says that I will heal your soul wounds... When you can, when I am trustworthy, you can place your hope in me. Is that what we want? That's the taste and see that God is good. But yet we oftentimes, we oftentimes, when bad things happen, when struggles come, when hardships come, we do we really enjoy the presence of God? Is our is our hope anchored in that? I would say for me, not all the time. It's been a lot better these last five years because God has shown me what this looks like, what this means. He's given me an experiential reality, and I pray that for you, is that, is that your hope is now anchored in these two unchangeable things. It's God and God, not your promises to God. Okay, let's, let's be honest. Our promises to God, quite frankly, are kind of a joke. Our commitment to God is, quite frankly, kind of a joke. It's not about our commitment to God or our promises to God or, God, I hope I'm going to do better tomorrow. No, our, 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 <laughs> our hope is in, in, in the fact that he is our hope. And he doesn't lie. So what have we done? We now have fled to take hold of that. So if you think of the of an anchor, we're holding, on, we're holding on to Christ. But he's he, more importantly, I would say, he's holding on to us. We think we're, and sure, in those times of trial, we are holding on to him. But he's always holding on to us. Sometimes, if we're honest, we've we've let go, okay, and whatever, I'm using quotation marks here, we've let go and we've tried to figure it out in our own way. Our hope hasn't been anchored in Christ, but now, maybe in this moment of desperation, we are holding on to Him, but He's always been holding on to us, always, because He can't lie, and He, and he, he His t- these two unchangeable things, which is impossible for God to lie, because His promise is to Himself, that He's never going to leave us, never going to forsake us. This is what this and this says we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. An anchor is firm and secure. You you struggle with security. Here is your anchor. Here's your anchored hope, which means my confident expectation. I have an expectation that God's going to heal this soul wound. My expectation and certainty is not in my life is going to beat rainbows and fairy tales. That is not what God is saying here. It's not the reality of what we have. It's the anchored hope for our soul. Is that Christ is in you. That you can now fix and focus, which focus, fix your hope, focus your hope completely on Christ in you as your life. And as he reveals this to you, 
Now you, you, he's building up your confident expectation. And then we can say with certainty, Christ will heal me. He is the hope and the source for healing. Not some, He may use other people. He's going to absolutely use other people, other things in your life. He did in my own life. But that's not where I place my hope. My, the experiential reality is now Christ is my life. He is my source, and he's awakening your appetite for him. Whatever trial you're going through, that's, that's the, the real battle or choice in front of us, is am I going to place my anchored hope in him as my source, or am I going to place my hope in a better life, better circumstances, free, free from this behavior, whatever? Okay, Those are secondary goals, and some of those may come, but some of those may not come. What would have happened five years ago if, if things would have just kind of gone back to the way they were? Well, I would have definitely missed an opportunity to grow in this anchored hope, to be renewed in this confident expectation or certainty that Christ is my life and is my source. And now I can say that I have this confident expectation that God not only healed me then, but is continuing to heal me. And as I, as, I, as I have taken ownership of these lying beliefs, now it's okay. Now I'm breaking those agreements with those. I'm not going to take ownership of those anymore because that's not me. And that's not who God is. He's given me a clear understanding through awareness, through revelation, through, uh, through the, he's, used, he's used these circumstances in my life to give me a greater awareness and sense of experiencing him as my life. And that's what he wants to do for you. Bad things happen. Bad, thing, bad things happen all the time. But I'm, an, I'm invited to enjoy God's presence and to fix my hope, my confident expectation, completely, completely on him. This is a choice. He's already made the promise. That's our, our anchors there. And in a lot of ways, we could think, okay, well, we've taken hold of it, but he's ultimately taken hold of us. And our way of letting go, I guess, of that, our way of letting go of him as our anchor is to go by what we think is going to make us feel better or, or for life to get better. Do I even want to feast on what I have in Christ and, and have my appetite awakened to him because I'm still trying to maybe get life to work. I want to get it right so that life will be right. It's really, it's really the old way. It's, 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 the, it's the religious way. It's the fleshly way of living life. It's the human way. The supernatural reality of Christ in you and me is a supernatural way. It's a, it's a person. It's not a program, a process, or a sermon, or a book, or anything. It's the one, it's him, it's Christ in you that heals you. He is the source of that healing, and I can fix my hope on that today. This does in no way minimizes or, make, or, or should cause us to look at the circumstances of our life any less than what they are. That's not what I'm saying. It doesn't mean to minimize. It doesn't mean to discount or take away or just put it to the side what you're going through. It doesn't mean that at all. But actually what it does is it means it, it draw, that's, that all of that is to draw us into, which is 1 Peter 1.13, fixing my hope. I can name the reality, 
In fact, it does better if I just call it what it is and be honest with what it is. Here's the reality of my life. Five years ago, my life was a mess. I can say that now. I don't think I wanted to say it then, but it was. But as, as God began to walk this journey with me and say, Matt, I want to heal you. I am your source of healing. Will you fix your hope completely on me as your life? That's the invitation. Not in circumstances getting better. Not in all of a sudden things working out the way we think we want them to. Because that's just using God. It's just manipulation. It's just the vending machine God. God, if I do my part, then you're going to do your part. And if you don't, well... Okay, no, that's not what we're fixing our hope in. If I do my part, he's going to do his. No, I'm fixing my hope in the reality of Christ as my life. I choose that. I wake up every day, no matter what's in front of me, what circumstances that quite honestly are just crappy. And we all have that in various ways, right? (laughs) Right? The crappy circumstances of life. God doesn't promise to take those away or to heal those. That's not the promise. So I, I pray as we as I end this today, I, want, I, I pray that you are able to anchor your hope. Because if tomorrow does, if it all falls apart tomorrow, which I would not want that on anything, but in some ways it felt like five years ago everything was, has, was falling apart. But it's so, it's so necessary for me to happen. If it all falls apart, where's my hope anchored? Where's your hope anchored? What are you fixing your confident expectation in What do you know for certain about God, about Christ in you? What do you know for certain? That's hope. That's my prayer for you because it's it's there, it's a reality, but you may not be experiencing that right now because the focus is on life getting better. And what I become is I become just a professional manager of trying to get it right so that life will be right. What if you're already right right now and Christ is your hope, Christ is your source? So then out of that, then I engage in my world as difficult or as good as it is right now. That's the choice. The fork in the road is that. Trying to make, it, make my life work, try harder, do whatever it can, produce my own healing or whatever, or trusting Christ. And that's always going to be more challenging for us because we want to be told what to do, who to talk to, who to listen to, whatever. And that's not where our confident hope is. And I, I leave you. I leave you with this. Um, uh, I leave you with this: is that I want you to be able to say that you can have this hope, this confident expectation that God will heal you, those soul wounds, those lying beliefs those agreements that you've made with things about your identity that are just not true, that you're unworthy, that you're unlovable, that you are unacceptable, whatever those may be, that you will fully agree with the the reality of what God has done to you, what he says about you, his presence fully in you, that whatever you're going through, that will awaken your appetite for him because that's your greatest desire. That's your greatest longing is to know him more, to fix your confident expectation in him. That's your greatest joy, to anchor your hope in him completely. That's what you really want. Sure, the distractions come, other things happen, but that's truly what you really, really want. I want to become someone that, I don't know if I want to use the word suffer, but I want to become someone that deals with struggles 
not out of coping, but out of fixing my confident hope in him. That's what I want to be able to do more. I, I, I still don't always live that out, but that's, that's, my, that's my desire to begin to choose that more and more. Christ is my life. God, you're doing something in this. And I want to be confident of that. So I hope, uh, I hope this encourages you today. Please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we are starting a new men's group here coming up real soon. If you'd like to journey with other guys who are uh, moving in the same direction of experiencing this freedom in Christ uh, and encouraging each other, we'd lo- love for you to join us. We do this once a week uh, online. It's virtual. So you can even remain anonymous if you want to do that. But uh, just um, let me know. Reach out to us. Send me an email. I'd love to uh, give you more information about that. So as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time.